1: As much as he touts that he
2: cares about it he doesn't
3: this is our revolution it's not theirs don't let them take it from you don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not it's ours and we will have it it is monday the 28th day of november the year of our lord 2022 i'm johnny anderson
2: alongside
3: bruce adams and ned bruce let's start with you how was your thanksgiving
2: quite enjoyable lots of good food desserts conversation it's great
3: well i'm glad that you had a very nice thanksgiving uh and i hope you had some pie on behalf of me did you oh i did yeah very good plenty of ned yeah yeah ned how Mm -hmm. are you
1: it's good to see you yeah good to see you guys too i didn't have to we didn't have thanksgiving as such we used to have a harvest festival in this country and used to just uh gather food and put it in boxes and give it out to the needy and stuff like that at harvest time but i'm i popped up to Sandringham. To um, I had a nice craft fair up there, and I would take the daughter up there, and me and the wife went and had a look around, and they usually have some nice stuff. And we nice pies back, but meat pies, not dessert pies. They're yeah, really nice. You
3: English, you have something about this mince pies or something. I don't. I, don't, I never understood that mince. Yeah, mince.
1: Yeah, that's Christmas. That's a fruit it oh mince, is that what mince, it is
3: fruit. oh i thought it was like mince no mince meat pies is what i meant
1: ah you didn't say mince. yeah but that's also called mince there's two types of mince meat there's fruity mince meat or there's meaty meat don't don't understand it
3: i i'd never I understood live in a foreign country. Well, yeah, I, no i i get it but i i never understood <laughs> they don't even eat that stuff here but i i never understood the concept of it as why you guys like it so much it just it never made any sense to me but anyway um All right. uh, Notebook. Yes. You got points you want to talk about? Yes. If not, I mean, I've got uh, I've got a few things. It is slow. Everybody's still gone for the holidays. All the politicians (laughs) have left.
1: No, it isn't slow, though, is it? it? When it's slow or when it seems slow, people are pushing the same agendas in the background.
3: But nobody's nobody's there. Everybody's off doing whatever it is. You know, Biden's throwing another log on the fire and sniffing uh, turkeys and, and yeah. all kinds of stuff. But, I mean, no, nobody's paying attention.
1: Um, well, that's because they're all eating pie. Well, yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking
3: about people and, uh, not paying attention. I'm talking which about it, like well, the-
1: actually isn't a problem because to socialize and have a community thing uh, is to maximize at the moment because there's not enough going on you've been off all week and uh i'm sure
3: you've been watching stuff you want to you got some things you want to discuss we can talk about covid <laughs> we can talk about
1: <laughs> actually actually i am guilty of eating pie too so put anything up there you can start the ball well okay fine i mean you got lots of miscellaneous stuff going on silly stuff but you've also got the who did their first draft didn't they on something this uh i i don't know did they it, well wait a minute was it the um
3: they voted to to make or uh, through some ridiculous edict or something. They voted to
1: make like COVID passes mandatory or something. Well, I I do believe they did a first draft about um, what was the line they used of it. Wait a minute, not leaving this... anybody behind. Yeah, not yeah. Is this the thing where they're gonna to have they're gonna supersede the mandatory
3: government vaccine agenda?
1: Uh, th- oh, okay, that, that one. Yeah,
3: definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw something different.
1: No. Yeah. No, that's right. It's all part of the same thing. so it they they started leading off with um, the uh, vaccine agenda for 2030 and not leaving every, anybody behind. and then it all led into once again, remember the last talk where the a lot of African countries and people around the world went no, we're not having that who go ditch red in the sink? Yeah yes, they've they've done another draft on that and they're pushing that since the G20 and they've come out there and they're saying, Yes, um, but it's it's very, I know they call it a first draft, but it's very, um, it, it's more like headlines, if you know what I mean, when, when they say emergencies, medical emergencies, stuff like that, but it's, nothing's really explained in depth, as in, you're just going to sign this and give us carte blanche, and that's what they want, and they need to get told to go away in a big way, because it's... They're, they're pushing that they, they put that first draft out while everybody was quiet and that's out there now and they're calling it and it's been distant out to people which who could actually sign it. And I do believe the first person up on that list to say they're going to sign it that's actually vocally said it is Big Joe. Big Joe Biden said he's going to do it. And then obviously you had um, Fauci exit stage left this week.
3: Yeah, uh, did you see the uh, the parting words that he that he gave to people as he was uh, as he was? Yeah, I did.
1: There? Yeah, you I did. did. It was it's oh. same 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 words that he used in and out over the last two
3: years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty much. Um, it, I I do have just a small snippet of his uh, of his final <laughs> words. If you'd like for me to play it, he
1: needs a small snippet.
3: <laughs> yeah, here he is. Lesson.
0: So my message and my final message, maybe the final message I give you from this podium, is that please, for your own safety, for that of your family, get your updated COVID-19 shot as soon as you're eligible to protect yourself, your family and your community.
3: It could be the last time we see him. It's it's really, uh, no, it's really
1: sad. To see yeah, he's he's in he any choked in his own comedic words. He
3: did, he? yeah, and nobody else laughed. Yeah,
1: nah. but, I mean, you've also got he's quietly pushing through all those. Um, your education system is still pushing COVID vaccines.
3: Yes, they in the um,
1: States, aren't they.
3: Yeah, you you actually brought it up a few weeks ago. The uh, the CDC voted unanimously, or excuse me, the FDA. Uh, not the CDC. They yeah. they were following a, a recommendation, but uh the FDA voted unanimously, sixteen to nothing, I believe it was, Uh or maybe mm-hmm. it was uh, fifteen to nothing. But it, either way, uh, it was unanimous. Well, they've, issued and a,
1: they've issued they've issued a paper added now, haven't they? They have a list of states and stuff, and I think there was ten of them have abstained from it. Ten of your states have abstained from it. I'm surprised that. I not know aware. one. Obviously, obviously, one of them's Florida. What state do you live in, then? Mayor Bruce Who lives in Germany. Where do you live? Oklahoma. Yeah, because that isn't on one of the abstaining states, is it? I don't think it's not the, one uh, of the one, uh, one. of the what? Uh, well, for the um, abstain from the education um, vaccine mandates. Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything on that one. No, they on they, they issue they issued a paper, and I looked into it because I was um, I, and all I got out of there was oh, because I don't know who's was Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Iowa, Kansas, Idaho, Florida, obviously Montana, Mississippi, and Nevada. They actually have some of those got, are blue states. That's interesting. Yeah, and they've got and basically they haven't got listings of educational man, false educational mandates. Whereas a lot of them, all the other states that I saw actually listing the colleges, the universities, whatever, have got the mandates. And there was none under those names. They were just state heading. I couldn't find anything under them. They were just like clear. Wow. they like, like they haven't responded yet or they're thinking about it.
3: Well we're also in which is, which a, we're also in a transition period too. We just had uh, midterm elections so you're going to have people that are on uh, approval boards and you know panels and things like that that are either on their way out or they're getting ready to come in. We're in uh, what's called the mm. lame duck session right now. So you're not going to have well, I mean, really anything pushed through anywhere at the moment.
1: Yeah, uh, I was just looking at the paper and I was thinking, that's a, what, how many
3: states have you got? 50. But if you're Barack 50. Obama or Joe Biden, we have uh, 58.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go on then.
3: No, I'm not joking. Explain. I'm not not joking. Obama was asked on the campaign trail on his first uh, presidential run. He said, (laughs) "Uh, I've now been to 57 states. I think we've got one
1: left to go. (laughs) Oh, excellent. No problem. So, yeah. So, you know, but I mean, that seemed a bit, that seemed like a fifth of them were actually responding or not responding as in keeping their noses out of it for a while but yeah i only asked i only asked you because i i I, I couldn't remember seeing because i haven't got them all i'd have to look them back up again i was going to look go back on and see if they changed it's one of the main reasons i looked at it was to see who has abstained from it and see if they actually fall over or more so it's been nice to see what the trend is within the next six months well i can tell you the other
3: yeah, I can tell you which way it's trending here now. Uh, the health minister here actually tweeted. Bruce and I were talking about it last. week. We were kind of laughing at it. He tweeted. I'm I'm actually reading from his Twitter account. He says the reasons for the now. Na- th- this is in Germany that I'm I'm quoting. Uh, he says the reasons for the now high excess mortality have not been fully clarified. It seems clear that the high number of Corona deaths, currently around 1,000 per week, contributes. Mortality of those who have had a Corona infection has also increased, but we don't need to relax anything. Okay, you see, you that see, makes no sense that, They don't, they don't know why the uh, the mortality rate has increased here. they, they don't understand why.
1: They're not sure. <laughs> well, it's like it's like they, they're starting to get too much data in, proving that having the vaccine, okay, that's been the massive swing lately, isn't it? Having the vaccine did nothing. It, it was still transmissible. It didn't cure anything, blah, 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 and they're still pushing it. But you're getting all the um, long-term or early-term data in from the lockdowns as well, aren't you? Because although there weren't many countries in Europe that actually went go take your head for a shit. But one of them was Sweden, wasn't it? It was. And I didn't know. I didn't know that their chief health officer actually was set up to have a job with the World Health Organization.
3: I didn't know that either, but it doesn't surprise me one bit. Most of no, these people, if you uh, if you look at but, them, they're, all, they're tied in other but, organizations. But,
1: no, 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 no. What I'm saying is Anders Trennel, their um, Swedish health um, agency chief, was the man that decided for Sweden that lockdowns weren't good because there's no data to support it. Now, he had already had a job, so they didn't go fully into lockdowns. Now he had a job set up for the WHO. And guess what happened as soon as he decided that he didn't get the job? (laughs) They turned it it down.
3: Yeah, we had suspected that there was uh, some type of a civil war going on, politically speaking, there was some type of a civil war going on within the World Health Organization itself in the early days Mm -hmm. because as Bruce and I were watching what they were saying, obviously not believing a word they were saying, you had two factions in there. You had people saying, you know, some of their top advisors saying, look stop you know saying to the, like the governments and European Union and, and stuff like that stop using lockdowns they don't work this is nonsensical there's nothing to support this it's just a, a knee-jerk response and it's causing more harm. And then of course you had other people at the World Health Organization saying yeah yeah. Um lockdowns are great. They they work fine. It was the same thing at the United Nations. So we suspected that there was some type of a um as I said like a like a civil war going on inside there. So that would make sense
1: yeah. uh, what you're talking about. But now but now they've, the nice thing about it is you've got a fixed point of data to be used like you've you got a country that didn't go into the, carry out the the lockdowns. So now you can actually see the death rates, the associated COVID deaths, et cetera, et cetera, and how it economically affected the country as well. So you can, if you put something like um, the UK up against it, I mean, our our death rates, our associated death rates were twice as many as Sweden. And even Sweden's re looking into that and Finland to those associated deaths because a lot of associated deaths weren't actually with COVID or they didn't die from it and they attributed it to COVID. Like, if I remember, um, Martin was saying on his podcast about flu and um, I was always asking how, how many people have got flu? And they go, well, there wasn't any flu. And, you know, like Martin mentioned, whatever. So they used every person that probably had flu, they attributed it to COVID mm-hmm. because there were similar symptoms. So there's, a, there's been a hell of a lot of misuse of data. So that number in Sweden will probably be even lower. So lockdowns would have probably caused three, four times as much of a problem with ill health and deaths. At least, if you look at how much it cost per capita ahead, because of lockdowns and everything associated with COVID, it, the cost for somebody in Sweden was still somewhere close to 3,000 a head, probably, three, if you put it in pounds, because that's what we do over here, yeah, or, which is close, to Euro, close enough to euros as it is anyway. But per capita in the U.K., it was between eight to 9,000. So everything is exponentially three or four times more. It's disgusting. So, I mean, it is a thought that every person that's thinking about going on strike for themselves in this country, whether it's a railway or whether it's the NHS, do you know how much the NHS nurses ask pay rise? I
3: know that they asked for uh, uh, their striking and they're asking for more money. I don't know how much. I do. How much?
1: 19%. They were really going to get that. Good
3: they? Lord. I mean, I, I understand, that you know, strikes are some... Times uh, warranted for specific reasons, or usually when they strike, it's maybe like <laughs> they'll ask for four percent and then they'll go to the negotiating table and they'll get,
1: yeah, I don't know, yeah. less than two. two and a half, two, yeah. yeah, yeah, something, something like, like that, that. yeah, 19. No, no, yeah, 19. And they're going on strike for two days, and okay, that's I, all I, that's I meant
3: that. to do, that's meant to, to shut the system down, that's it,
1: that is meant, yeah, exactly. So Basically, what we've got here now is, and we're going to do this with a heavy heart. You arseholes. Sorry, coming from a serviceman. Now, I spent 17 years in the service. And the one thing you don't get paid for in the service is overtime. You You just don't get, there isn't such a thing in the services as overtime. You come out and you do your job because of who you are, where you are, and what you've agreed to do. And you get on with it. Duty. Duty bound or whatever. And you do it. And you it for a reason because you think you're helping the country you're helping the people and you can but there's a lot of people worse off than the train drivers and the nurses and everybody else out there and i haven't got a problem with them if they're poorly paid but i have a problem with people taking the piss and the the, the, the um, cues now, they, I mean, you talk to the health secretary, he was on their end, I think it's 7 million people on the waiting list. I know it was a lot 7 yeah. million. And he couldn't answer the questions. He actually looked like a right idiot. And he actually said, oh, yes, well, these couple of years or whatever where it hasn't, we haven't been able to do it and there's this big waiting list or whatever where people won't be able to do it, that's going to help funding. What?
3: I have a quote here. Yeah, I have a quote here you'll from never, a nurse. You'll
1: never catch up.
3: Yeah, I have a quote here from an NHS nurse that called in to talk radio, and she's she's kind of taken exactly your stance on the matter. She says, I'm a nurse, and obviously a better pay raise would be brilliant, but compared to some people, I feel lucky. I have a secure job, yeah. six months full pay if sick, 40 days of holiday a year, and a pension. Yep, and a pension. There are people, yeah, a secure she says, pension. Yeah, she says there are people far worse off than me, we mustn't strike. It's wrong. The NHS is badly managed at the top. That needs to be depoliticized. Right. On that the our, Yeah.
1: And basically, those people are pushing the nurses or literally, like she's right, everything's become politicized and the people are going to ha- get hurt for it. They're the ones that are going to suffer. No matter what. Uh, I did something. I I, I I, mean, I personally made a mistake because um, with all this kerfuffle going on with the GCSEs with my daughter and everything like that, I missed one of her appointments just for uh, the dermatologist to do a checkup on some of her fingers and things. And obviously, they, they, they weren't as bad as whatever, but she, it would have been nice to get there. So we missed it and they contacted us. So I said, can I reappoint. Just to go for an appointment like that, it's not a week, it's not two weeks, it's March next year and that's for a child. I can
3: relate because if I need to see a specialist for something, so for example, if I if I want to go to a dermatologist, then I have to book a year out, right? That's that's just I mean that—that's just standard. If it's an emergency, obviously. <laughs> no, seriously. If it's an emergency, yeah, yeah, obviously, I, know. You I can step get in up. There.
1: But sorry, I mean, as a child, ch- children are usually prioritized. To yes. Start with.
3: Yes. That so there's no excuse for what
1: that. What I'm saying is, when you initially look at this, children are usually prioritized. So I wasn't going to argue because, first of all, it was my fault. Secondly, it's not an emergency. Thirdly, God, in a child, she probably or put somebody else out of place. And now somebody else has got to start back already. And if she can't get one till March, what about somebody really, you know, that might be worse off, Like there is always somebody worse off. How long are they waiting? I mean, it's the never, never now. And then you get two days, you get a two-day strike, and that is going to totally mess the system up, you know, and it's going to take them, what, in their bureaucratic ways of reappointing and everything else and shuffling things. That's going to be another week. Uh, every two days will cost another week or more. And it, it, it's pathetic. It's its wrong. It's not thought out. It's all about me, 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 me. That is what people have come to. This is the times where people should be thinking about other people and pulling together. And its, it, 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 it's I, it sickens me. They don't understand that, okay, everybody, take this as something, right? Everybody in the UK, Sweden were better off, everybody in the UK that took a vaccine or whatever, Your head per capita due to this, everybody that went with it has cost your nation 8,000 plus per head, right? That is the bill you rolled over and agreed to, really, indirectly, coercive or whatever, per head. If you think about that and you're then going back, grab, 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 how's that going to come back? Political situation is they coerced you into it or you went, oh, I'm just going to do it to keep the peace or I don't want to rock the boat. Well, yeah, that is where your personal responsibility stands, I'm afraid. That's what you have added to the melting pot, right? And yeah, and then you want X amount or whatever. So how do, how do you think of it? How many millions of people in each country have had a tally like that? You add it all up, well, where's it going to come back from? It's got to come back from your own pocket. So that's what you've cost yourself. That is what you agree to because you're a taxpayer. And if you're not a taxpayer... That's, you've doubled up on somebody else that is. So a bit of personal responsibility here. This is our country, your country, whatever. It's time to stop being a, a, a an arsehole. I'm sorry. It's too many of them. It's about time we really got it together and just pulled ourselves out of this. That means a lot of self-responsibility. Yeah, I found it upsetting this week. when It's getting to the point where so much data's coming out and it's just going crunch. It's like, we nearly lost the best part of ten percent on GDP in this country. Sweden lost as part of three percent. Some countries lost even more, big style. And yet Sweden has climbed out of it a lot quicker because they didn't continue that those mandates. And they are one of the they they're looking to bounce back up to about five percent. Even Germany's only, if it's lucky, two percent. UK on if we get a scratch. And that is Ten percent of what we lost. So, guys, you're you're putting the nail in the coffin here by actually forcing monetary problems on a on a state that's already gone through one collapse. So, uh, when times are hard, you're supposed to pull together, not pull each other apart, or add to the pile because it just takes exponentially longer to come out of it. And the the, the truth is the truth. You, you want to add to it? Well, I think you're irresponsible. The lot of you. Not everybody can afford it. Thankfully, I followed my own ideals and what I saw from when my daughter was born back in the 2000s, early 2000s. And the thing is, I saw it coming. People treated me badly, said things, whatever, when I said, you've got to pay things off. And one of the agreements I made with my wife when she, we, we decided to have a child was we have to pay the mortgage off in four and a half years. Why? Because there's a bad thing coming. And yeah, that puts you through a bit of hardship. So yeah, if that meant stop going down the pub, doing this, doing whatever, you paid it off. But that even causes a wrangle at home when you have disagreements. Why you want to do this so quickly? Whatever, whatever. Because bad times are coming. People haven't listened and they're here. They are here. Bad times are here, people. And if you're adding to the pile of it, you're just going to quicken the pace and the demise your economic systems. That doesn't mean bend over and take everything the government is because the government, the government are helping the demise. But you've got to balance your own sheet and your own conscience as far as I'm concerned. One goes hand in hand with the other. And, you know, maybe I shouldn't keep spouting on, but I'm sick and tired of the sheep that follow more sheep that follow more sheep. For your own good and for any future that your sons and daughters may have. Yeah, you got to step up. Sorry. And the who just really piss me off. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, well, yeah. They 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 just they just think they should control everything. And the governments are falling in line.
2: Well, uh, you, you you've heard what Gates have said. Uh Gates was saying that uh we we need to uh create this uh uh ghostbuster style what, what do you call it? Uh Basically, a bunch of specialists that uh, go in and fight these, for, you know, pandemics or these epidemics and all that kind of stuff. Like, we we, we should create a bunch of specialists. More specialists, uh, again, and it would be under the WHO's control, more or less. With He's his funding, of course. Oh, with his funding, of course. But yeah. with funding
1: from the taxpayer. Mm-hmm. So, for his germ yep. team. But yep. Bill Gates. Bill Gates is... All he is is an influencer. All he's in there is for gain. That's what people have got to understand. He is not an elected person. He's out there. He's taking up X amount of farmland. He's pumping vaccines out. And he has openly said, this is where we stand to make profit, 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 profit. That's all he does is profit. And then when something goes wrong, it feels like he's not answerable to a country that wants him to come over and answer for what he's done. And he thinks he's above the law. So he needs writing hey, off. I mean, on you've got everybody. Hey,
3: on How can you say that about a philanthropic individual that wants to better the lives of people? I mean, his goal is to help everyone live healthy and productive lives, isn't it? Right. Iris' foundation of. I happen what? to have a clip of him. Saying something along those lines. Would you like for me to play it? Please do.
1: Just enlighten the people. We'll do. Hopefully, we so
3: you up. all have an opportunity
4: to make real difference for your communities and for your country. Uh, people here are going to take on some big challenges that your generation really needs to solve, and that is why I'm optimistic. Uh, seeing the progress we've been able to make. Uh, it has been a great privilege, but I know we 're just at the beginning. Our foundation partners with some amazing organizations here in Africa, uh, and our joint goal is to help everyone uh, live healthy and productive lives right. right. Uh, in order to have even greater impact uh, to help fight diseases, reduce child mortality, help farmers, uh, and help adaptation to climate change, our foundation will invest over seven billion in Africa during the next four years. So it's a critical mo- moment and everyone has a role to play. Uh, Whether we're motivated by climate justice, uh, the basic human condition, uh, or health uh, conditions that have touched our families, uh, it's important uh, that we all step up. We are all part of the solution. Uh, there's a lot of talent all over the world. Uh, most of it's uh, uh, the innovation will come from young people. And of course, here in Africa, you've got by far the youngest, uh, fastest growing continent. Uh, and your
3: greatest resource uh, is that incredible ingenuity. Do you see everybody's part of the solution? Gee, I wonder what yeah. solution he yeah, could be. <laughs>
1: That's a bit I had to laugh at. That was the only bit of the truth that came out there. Uh You're a bit of the solution. What's that? (laughs) You're a death count. Uh That's what you are. You are just another
3: number. Do you think that uh, William Gates there gives a damn about the
1: people in Africa? I would say no. I'll be surprised if he's not into farming in Africa again soon. Uh, No, there are a pile of names. There's there's an endless pile of names. I mean, uh, you know... Uh, did you know, talking about how um, blatantly cruel, malicious governments can be? Um, did you hear about Ontario's medical regulatory body? They, maybe um, intend, they, they they intend to extend the emergency after advising about vaccine hesitancy. You yes. know what their advice about vaccine hesitancy was.
3: I, I don't know, but I know that the U.S. just extended their COVID emergency in, in the no, vaccine no, no, requirement but, but, until March.
1: But vaccine hesitancy should be viewed as a mental illness in Canada now. Oh, we're there now. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> the ruling is it's vaccine hesitancy should be viewed as a mental illness. And this is the Canada's College of Physicians and Surgeons, the CPSO. And their advice is you should consider treating vaccine hesitancy with psychotherapy or drugs.
3: <laughs> that's where we are. yeah, that's that's where we are.
1: So if you're not going to take a vaccine, you should go see a therapist or take some more drugs.
3: That's so you right. take yeah. a drug. So you can take another drug. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> And that's an official paper that came out, and he' given it, this is unbelievable. This is just awesome. Now.
3: If that okay, if that does anything, it all that's going to do is cause more more unrest in Canada, right? That's going to cause protests. That's going to cause another, uh, maybe not exactly like the Freedom Convoy, but it'll it'll cause something along those lines, right? Now, when you air your grievances to a government, no matter what government that is, and no matter what that grievance is, shouldn't the governments per decree, shouldn't they stand up and take notice that, hey, there's a whole bunch of pissed off people out there. You might want to see what they're angry about, right? That would be the most logical course of action. You would think so. Yeah, I think so. The uh, prime minister, excuse me, the right honorable prime minister of Canada has a different approach on how you should look at people that protest the government edicts.
0: You know, some of their asks are non-starters, like overturning the results of the election that we just had. Uh, But in terms of... Uh, responding to their demands uh, or or legitimizing them by engaging. I'm highlighting that I'm worried about setting a precedent uh, that a blockade on Wellington Street can can lead to changing public policy. People need to be heard, uh, but we need to get that balance right. Uh, and then uh, she agreed that I need to be cautious and I don't want to set any bad precedents.
5: Okay, so fairly self-explanatory. There's There's a... A willingness to, to discuss but you you were concerned about setting a precedent where uh, a blockade could equal a, a a change in public policy. Is that fair?
0: Yeah, uh, anyway, I think we we have uh, a robust functioning democracy and uh, protests, public protests are an important part of making sure we're getting messages out there and Canadians are getting messages out there and highlighting how they feel about various issues. Uh, but using Protests to demand uh, changes to public policy um, is something that that I think is 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 worrisome. Okay. Um, so oh, thank right. you, Mr. Although, sorry, to a certain extent. No, no, that, no, please go on. Yeah, you know, protests. If you're out protesting that the government is, you know, shutting down a, a safe injection site or something, you are asking for changes in, in public policy. But there is a difference between uh, occupations uh, and and. You know, saying we're not going until this has changed uh, in a way that is massively disruptive uh, and potentially dangerous uh, versus just saying, yeah, we're protesting because we want uh, we want public policy to change. And we're trying to convince people to get enough of them that politicians will listen to enough people saying, OK, uh, I'm going to lose votes if I don't change this. Uh, that's the usual way uh, protests uh, uh, can be effective in, in our democracies. So you
1: see... Uh, yeah, hang on, hang on. That's so not really a good the way suffragettes, to... The suffragettes, right, wouldn't have, under him, wouldn't have the right to protest because it'd be public policy to say women couldn't vote back then and no one was going to change it, no matter how many people came out. Per what he just said, you could follow that same logic, yes. Yeah, so he's he's an ass hat. He's basically saying... He is saying the... very much an arsehat. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, so in Canada... Well, how, but the right, uh, what, the, hang on. The right to you, refuse, the right to f- refuse, is a mental illness now.
3: Yes, and it pretty soon, following along that decree, because one th- <laughs> if you say that, if if you, as a government, if you say that, that's going to cause mass unrest right when they start snatching people up and disappearing people i'm just saying <laughs> that's going to cause a protest oh wow that's amazing, and if you follow that along with what he just said he says using protest to demand changes to public policy is something that
1: is worrisome that's what it's for i i seriously think i just missed something he just said he you been re-elected again
3: Um, they haven't had another election in. They just had elections in Canada, but he is not. Um, I I don't I don't think they had elections. I don't know his his party elections were like a year ago. So I don't think I don't think he was up. they,
1: they they can't get him out
3: at the moment. No. However, I think that little altercation that he had at the G20 with Xi Jinping, I'm just kind of speculating that um, there could possibly be something, because of the way that he talked to Xi, there could possibly be something in the future that would say, well, you know, we got a vote of no confidence and we're going to have to get rid of you.
1: Well, if he goes... Freeland, has Freeland sidestepped yet?
3: No, she's she's still there. So she in the in the interim, I think she is being deputy PM. She would uh, assume until they have new party elections.
1: <laughs> so they're all Which, still I mean, there. To every, be fair, her, I every think one she's of running them is still anyway. there.
3: Yeah, I think she's running things anyway.
1: So you've got, hang on, I'm going to tick this off in my head now. Bill Gates, the influencer, he's on the top of the pile of shit wherever you go. You've got Larry Fink, he's blackrock yeah he's ceo of blackrock don't forget george soros oh you got soros he's being quite. He? any is jerome powell still there he's the head of the uh federal reserve bank yes federal reserve he's still there yeah he's another bastard balsh Schwab, uh, martin's mate you know augustine um augustine carters is it pastors who's in charge of that um international bank of settlements
3: uh, I don't know, right off the top of my head. I I do know the international. It was bank all in somebody or ever. I it just display. Yeah, idea. Bruce, could you?
1: Could and you got, then you got Ted Ross. Oh, WHO? Yes, WHO? You got Ursula Van Damme. That's what you like mentioning. Van der Yeah. yeah. What a fun. what yeah. a disgusting um, display that is. What do you got? And, Bruce? The, and, and then you've got Aiden you still, you still there. You yeah. got Macron still there. You got Sunak for us. Trudeau still there. um Ardern How's Ardern our New lady Italy doing? Maloney. Oh yeah, don't, don't, don't talk uh, about horse face. Yeah,
3: she yeah horse face. Uh, Maloney. She's. Uh, you know what? At least on the surface.
1: I'm out, and like, I, don't I, where, I, I don't know where yeah, I don't going. know she's
3: going. I don't know because she was very pro-vaccine in the beginning, and she endorsed the uh, the COVID pass, and now it's like that didn't so happen. And on the surface, she seems okay, but I I I'm I'm still I I, I'm like you. One, the yeah. jury's out on that one, uh, See, Bruce. She, the head, yeah. Yeah, Bruce, the head of the um, um the the head of the International Bank of Settlements, please. Is it Augustine somebody? I I
2: think so. That sounds right, but I I didn't hear that earlier when I was reading through. He's the general manager the next- really, of the International yeah, Bank yeah, of Settlements.
1: All those uh, people are in that tier and all working together. They're the heads of it. Every one of them. Well, and we're starting got, to
3: get to it. We're starting to get to it's, that it's, um, that tier. Is Olaf still still in charge. Of yeah, he's still well, supposedly. Yeah, <laughs>
2: he's he's still in charge here. <laughs> the The general manager is Augustin uh, yeah. Carstens. That's him. Yeah, that's him. yeah. yeah that's
3: him. is that the job yeah, of the hut guy? I just grew <laughs> up. <laughs> no. I'm serious. The dude's like he's, the dude's yeah, like he, nine million. Pa- yeah, is that him? It is. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. him. Yeah, yeah
1: okay. he's, he's, he's a rounded person.
3: Oh yeah, he's something. Yeah, he's he's up there talking about how cash has got to go, and I'm like, uh, dude, you look like you spend most of your free time at a all-you-can-eat cash buffet, e- eating pie, eating something. Yeah. I mean, the man looks like he hasn't missed a meal since Christ died.
1: <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't missed a Harvest Festival. He hasn't. He missed anything. Five days. He hadn't year. missed
2: anything. He do, he doesn't really have a chin. Yeah,
1: Fumio. No. Is, 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 uh, and who's Japan? Fumio, somebody.
3: Uh, Japan, I don't know right off the top of my head. I, I know because Bushida? they they just Bushida? had an election. Uh, could be, Bushida. Bushida. yeah, they yeah they they just had an election Bushida. out there, and I I don't yeah. I can't remember right but off the top all, of my head, the, but that sounds about right. Yeah,
1: they're all linked in. They are all linked into each other as much as, and then you got Australia. God, yeah, the Aussies. It's not Morrison anymore. Yeah, I don't know who it is now.
2: You were right. Yeah, that. it is Fumio Kishida. It,
1: but it's yeah. all linked even. It, it's oh, yeah. it's like it's. I mean, even Australia. I mean, they might have gone. Oh, we're we're teaming up with Japan and doing this and what. But I'm sorry, Australia have turned into a mouthpiece of America. Whatever's coming out of there, to an extreme, they have proved that in the last two years. They've well, really they've, to the top.
3: yeah, they well, they they have to because of the, uh, the the submarine deals. They have to the military deals that we've got with them. They they kind of have to. So they're yeah, it's Australia is is a pawn in the the geopolitical stratagem of the CCP. So they want Australia and they want all of the resources in Australia. A lot of the business people and a lot of the politicians have already made those deals, but now the U.S. is trying to Keep China out of that. So now they're trying to. Yeah, it, it's it's a nasty thing. You know, this is why you've got the CCP that are now making and, deals and, and, and
1: yeah, and yeah, a hell of a lot of uh, American industry is in China.
3: Yes. So it's a double standard. So it's you you have to you have to really consider what this is. This is um um I, how do, how do I even put this? Uh, um, capital stupidity. Scary. Maybe, maybe <laughs> capital stupidity because these uh, these corporate heads and these finance heads. They really believe that the Chinese Communist Party want to do business, as in like make money. That's what they really believe. They are so stupid and naive to think that that's what they really want and that's what motivates them. It is not. What motivates them is power and control. They have got these finance heads and these, uh, whatever, these corporate heads over a barrel. And they've now got them so compromised and we've been so reverse infiltrated that they're jammed up, as in like the, the corporate heads and the finance heads, they're jammed up and they are jammed up bad. And I don't think they know what to the, do. The, how do clean house? Do what? How do you clean house? How do you clean house? Uh, you just do it. Yeah. That's how you clean house.
1: <laughs> and there's nobody, there's no, no, there's nobody there, with no, the no, will
3: no. to do it. There's nobody with the will to do it because nobody has a spine. Nobody's an actual person of integrity. They're pipsqueak little college Losers is all they are. You know, and I'm not. I'm not saying that about everybody that's been to college and university. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is that they don't live in the real world. They don't know how to stand up to people. Go ahead, Bruce. But you guys they're are gonna assuming
1: they're going to have to, otherwise, before before you. Oh, they're going to the, get barbecued. It, full digital age, and they can't move left, right, or oh, center. it's not even going to be full the digital crap age without registering
3: their bog no, paper. those people won't even make it to the digital age. They'll be how do the Marxists call it? Liquidated before they even get to that
2: point. <laughs> Go ahead, Bruce. You guys are kind of, uh, well, it it looks like you guys are assuming, though, that these companies care anything about um, political lines or uh, countries or any of those kind of things. They don't care about, okay, so an American business was started uh, in America. Now, most of everything that they manufactured is in China now. Um, they're selling their product in China as well as the United States. They don't care what the United States or the rest of the world thinks. They have a huge... uh, So (laughs) you're selling to over a billion people that are buying your product and are more or less... They're kind of forced to buy your product in a sense.
1: Well, that's is it. you see. This is it. I mean, you've got an endless amount of people selling the world out for a buck. Yep. Uh, And I don't think um, That is what they're doing. And... We are the epitome of a being that has, doesn't live for a long time, and this is our own creation. If we lived for a much longer time, we then may, might have some more self-discipline, but because the adage of, well, I don't give a shit, I'm not going to be here, they don't actually care for their offspring either. Well, we realized that in COVID when people could just actually put up with their children not waking up and God knows what else. We, it's a very those. sorry state. The, the The spirituality of humanity is just disappearing, and that is something you cannot afford to
2: lose. You just cannot afford to lose that. Let me let me ask this question: Where do you think all of this is coming from when it comes to the corporations? And uh, as an example, uh, we we just said they're they're more interested in profit margins, okay? Yeah. But you look at as an example Disney. Disney had they own ESPN as well, right? Have you seen the stuff that's happening with ESPN? Yeah,
3: it's yeah. pretty bad lately. Um, I I I'd just like to say really quickly because I I don't want to forget it. I read yesterday that there is serious talk, as in very serious talk, of
2: a Disney and Apple merger. Interesting. Serious. Uh, it would it would not surprise me if they did something like that. But here here's my point. Uh, just yesterday or the day before, you had the NHL. Now, this is one of the few sports that were involved in any kind of political nonsense. They stayed out of it. Well, now they're basically run by ESPN. They, The company that had the NHL before, they lost their contract and now ESPN has the contract. They went full-blown woke uh, with, with their um, agenda, ESPN did. I What what I don't understand is they're so focused on profit margins, yet at the same time the advertising, the, the forward-facing agenda they're pushing, is contradictory to any of their consumer base. In NHL, most of the people in NHL were uh, fans of hockey, either because they were fans previously or they were refugees from other sports that went to NHL because... There was no po- politics involved. Now they're going full woke, and I've seen uh, a, a litany of people that are like, "We're done. We're we're yeah, not we'll no not longer be, gonna. We're gonna that, be that, here. That will disappear. Yeah, that will disappear. So that that's what I'm not understanding. At the same time, you have the one side that's like corporations just are in it for money, but at the same time, they're completely annihilating. So my question to get back to it: Who's pushing this? That is that is
1: the business structure that's been going on for ages. I mean, you take um, in Britain, we have we are the country of small companies. You could create a small company, sell it off, or create a, create a small company, liquidate, do this, and you're always building another one. And whatever there were x amount of larger companies within Britain, and all they do is find um, when a small. Company becomes an intermediate company, then it becomes sort of, um especially in the service industry, it becomes too solid. It be, it, you know, so they buy out. So they buy out. We said, yeah, we're we'll going to take on. So somebody sells it. Yeah, I've made a lot of money. They sell it, but then within two years, that then has disappeared. I mean, you buy a service. I've seen it more than once. So you you buy a service company on its contracts. Yeah. So what it's worth. It's got contracts, service contracts with X amount of other people, X amount of companies. That's its worth. So they buy it, and then within two years, they've totally destroyed it, and they and and it's gone. And that is what they do: they buy things up and they destroy it until there are only so many big ones left, and the rest of it's like
2: dross. What what I'm what I'm failing to understand though in all of this is in the sports world, uh, for example. NHL, it's really only liked in northern uh, North America. That that's kind of that's where the most of it's at. Maybe Russia as well likes it. Russia, you know, yeah, Russia. Yeah, so, uh, so they're they're taking half of their base, uh, half plus of their base, and they're they're just kicking them out the door, like pushing them off, trying to destroy the industry, and that's going to cause that industry to collapse potentially. My my point in bringing all that up, though, is to to go back to what you guys were talking about with. A lot of our corporations have been infiltrated, reverse infiltrated by the CCP and so forth. Yep. I think that might be what's going on with this, is it's actually CCP that's pushing this kind of stuff. Exactly. It's cultural Marxism. Yes. It's it's destroying our culture. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be, look, it's another controlling factor. Whereas
1: anything that can be used to a political point, now you, you take uh, Qatar, right? The Western ideal of whatever people think they can, swing a political move through any sport or whatever and it's gone too far and I mean everybody had their rainbow badges and whatever and then they got told you put one of them on and you go out in that field you will lose you'll be given penalties against you and that, so behave yourselves or go over and that was what FIFA said so FIFA said don't be abusive to the home nation which is letting you come here they all of a sudden act off with all their wokeness FIFA is a dodgy thing anyway, but that's another political mess with money. And it always has been. But if you think about it, with all this allowance of transgender going across sports barriers and stuff like that, don't you think they're trying to destroy the whole sports structure and its beginning? Yes. It's not just one. It's not just two. They're trying to nail the whole structure until people lose interest in it. A fan base, which is the majority of binary people, you could say, will just go, well, sod it then. And that'll I'd, be it, and it, it will collapse.
3: I was a pretty good uh, sports fan up until COVID, and I said, "The hell with all of you!" At that point, and this was before all the craziness started to happen in sports. But once they started along with the agenda, and they said that you know all their fans had to go along with it, I said, "You people don't yeah. give a damn about anything."
1: No, no, you don't. This is where this is where it started to break. This is where football. ends. Yep. It decades Football, ago baseball, away down everything. the path yep. in Britain because the teams and everybody started to be able to dictate to the fans. Exactly. And that's where it's wrong. And that's where it failed. And it became a money-making thing and everything else. And the fans were the people that always coughed up and got no say so. That's where well, that's where it fails.
3: I have some video here that's coming out of China. Uh, I don't know if you guys are interested in seeing it. This is some of the uh, <laughs> a bit of unrest, by any chance? Just a little bit, yeah. This is. I mean, the, these are all in different places. Uh, this is. These are taking place in town squares. These are cities that have gone into uh, uh, into lockdown, and the uh, the people are. Of course, these are police that are out there in the middle of the town, uh, surrounded by angry protesters that is in uh xinjiang city this is in oramki
1: that's the best i'm going to be able to do with that i'm sorry um well yeah but i feel sorry for those guys you know there's a lot of people out there that have suffered so much the last two
5: three
3: years yeah. But this is kind of what we suspected. We were, we were suspecting that the Chinese economy was going to collapse somewhere around the second quarter of this year. We're into fourth quarter now. We're two quarters past this. They've never really recovered from Q2. And we thought that they've been um, kind of putting things off, if you will. And you notice they've had sporadic lockdowns ever since Q2. And so we kind of figured that that's what was going on is uh, yeah, the Chinese economy is about to collapse. That. Yeah, it's about to collapse. Yeah. And the, the CCP, they can't keep a hold of it. Even Marty said it last night China's about to pop. The, oh, like, well, yeah. we're,
2: no. We're it's, being it's smashed.
3: Waiting. It's waiting yes, for it. but we're being smashed here. In, this is in Beijing uh, tonight. We're being smashed, as, uh, as to your point, Bruce, what you were talking about, from the CCP running their foreign operations here in the West. And they're having to uh, try and deal with their native population from uh, uprisings as well. They've got their
1: own problems. But in the meantime, they're trying to collapse
3: us all the same.
1: Oh, that is what they all want is a collapse. And I'll tell you what, there'll be a lot of people behind doors giving it, yeah, well, a collapse is as good as anything and we'll be here to pick out what we want That's what afterwards. Schwab thinks he's going to do.
3: Yeah, that's what Schwab and his his ilk, Mr. 36 months of a paycheck, you know, Mr. Mr. in the business world as he calls himself. I don't know how you become an international uh businessman like that when you've only collected a paycheck for 36 months of your life. How do you do that? Like that's incredible to me. Is you get paid for 3 years and you're all of a sudden like this this business mastermind and and this is this is what you do. They think that they're going to be able to come in with the corporations that they have under their little gang of whatever down there in, in Davos. They think that they're gonna be able to come in after everything has collapsed and rebuild everything on their terms. You even heard him say it in the clip that we played just yesterday when he oh, said Well oh, we we've got to we've got to transform this and he said that in China. He's no not not the fishing thing. That's something else. But he was talking about on
1: Chinese state television that yeah, they, they have to believes, transform everything. He, he and China's the model. The um, idea, Chinese ideal and how they're yeah. doing so well. Uh, no, he's he's a, he's a horrible piece. He's delusional. He's just He's delusional. He, he he's is, a, he's, oh, a, he's totally he's delusional. Just, but then what else has he got? Nothing. He's just got to keep nothing. going on and keep going around in these circles. He's a messenger boy. That's it he is he is the messenger boy. he just keeps going from one (laughs) country to the next yeah Yeah. and that's what he is and it's just one piece of unrest to the next it's everything's waiting the bigger the empire the bigger the fall and it is And, and 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 everything's interconnected and somehow it makes me wonder whether those people that want to you've got people there that know that there's going to be a melting pot and they just would rather bring everything down with them and that's a worrying factor. That is the worrying factor. And those are the people that just don't care. And people have got to get their own identity back. People have got to, I mean, proper identities, not who you want to identify with or what you want to identify with. Identity is, is, is it has got nothing to do with right and wrong. There's two types of identity. It's the real you, the stable you, the man that, or the woman or whatever stands on their two feet and takes responsibility for what they do. That is true identity. Taking responsibility and having self-discipline for what you do. Yeah, taking responsibility for it. If you hide behind an identity and you use it like a shadow to hide behind, that is when the ethics and the morals and everything go away. And there's so much of it. So much of this lucid identity. So you can be one thing one day and one thing the next. Well that and that just causes people to lose their they have no standing they have no grounding they're in this state of flux all the time and that's and they don't realize it that's ruination That is ruination and I will reiterate what those kids said the last time I before I was on every one of you fluid people came from a binary couple so sure? be grateful be Are grateful. You- yeah, I am bloody sure. Gates, sure. Gates and Noah Harari haven't got their little toys going so yes. they can breed brains and babies, baby whatevers as, as, as uh-huh. they would like to. Can Pod you imagine babies, yeah. everything, that narcissistic pig, can you imagine babies that came out looking like Gates? Maradon. Oh There's god. another genius. Oh god. Oh, it'd be
3: scary, wouldn't it? I do have a, a clip of Harari that I, haven't, uh, that I haven't played yet. Would you like for me to play it? I don't know. Was he hanging himself? In this one, I don't think so. No, I, I'm sorry to disappoint oh. you. Uh, I mean he verbally. Is, yeah, he's, he's speaking on... Uh, what is he speaking on? Uh, something about upgrades. Uh, something about bi- biological upgrades <laughs> or, or something to that effect.
5: Big god. did say 200 years. Uh, to give a a conservative estimate there won't be Homo sapiens on on planet Earth. 200 years. 200 years, and I think this is a conservative estimate. Wow. Uh, Maybe even 100 years. It's not that we'll destroy ourselves in some calamity. Much more likely, we will use advanced technology, biotechnology, nanotechnology, direct brain-computer interfaces to upgrade Homo sapiens into different kinds of beings, beings which are different from us much more than we are different from Neanderthals, beings which will have different bodies, different minds, different brains, I mean the big products of the coming century will not be shoes or clothes or cars or weapons. The big product of the 21st century are going to be bodies and minds. So I think we are heading towards the upgrading of homo sapiens into gods, I we'll replace natural selection by intelligent design. You have, especially in the US, this big Mm. argument between natural selection and intelligent design, and the funny thing is, the ironic thing is that the people who believe in natural selection, I think they're obviously right about the past, but the people who believe in intelligent design, they are right about the future. Mm. The future of life belongs to intelligent design, but the designers... The intelligent designers will not be some gods above the clouds. We are going to be the intelligent designers of the future of life in the universe.
3: So you see, he's going to be the god of life. I, should we start with the? Should we go to the theological?
5: Right? <laughs> Just really quickly, Bruce.
3: Yeah, it's not going to be the god above the clouds as in the divine creator. It's not going to be that. It's
2: going to be him. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he's he's welcome to live in his little dream world of arrogance and whatnot. To be fair, to go into theological stuff, the Bible does say in the Old Testament that we're God's little G. um we were given the capacity to create and free will and so forth. So yeah, we are Gods in little G sense. So yeah, I mean, technically, in that sense, yeah, we we have the capacity to do all the things that he's saying. Like we have the capacity to learn how systems work, how laws work and in, in the you know, physics and everything. And then exploit it and use it to our advantage or, you know, manipulate it. We, we do have that capacity. So in a sense, we, we, we have the capacity to be, finger quote, gods, uh, but to be god, all powerful, uh, you know, creator of universes and all of that. Nah, nah. But the thing is, what you said there,
1: free will, you have the free will of choice. You take the free will away, you don't have intelligent choice. I mean, he says the future belongs there. No, natural selection. I mean, if he, he's a mutt. Natural selection basically is a, a long-term thing. It goes on indefinitely. Any scientist wouldn't mind. He says, okay, everything has to have, like or or should have, clinical trials. The clinical trials of natural selection has just begun for the human race. It's got to go on for at least a couple of hundred thousand years to see where you might be. Because if you want to become godlike, if you want to say it, the only way of doing that is to follow the line that was put out in front of you, which is a natural path. If you want to take the intelligent thing where you've lost your free will and you're just going down the direction of quickly, I want this. It's on the market. I want it tomorrow. I want it now how much you're willing to pay for it. That's what they're doing. That's what Howie's talking about, the upgrade. I mean, I'm sorry, but to say you're going to get upgraded, I'd see it as a downgrade, personally. Just so you can get these... And you have to take it from well, them. That's the well, worst the part.
0: Well, the thing is, it, it,
1: I mean, it'd be one
3: thing if it not, was a, if it was an actual improvement, is in like an improvement for human beings, as in like we can actually correct a lot of like genetic defects and things like that. I mean, that's that's one thing. I'm actually for that. But you these still people got to have the choice. I agree. You have to have the choice. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. My dispute is with the people that are behind this. That's my dispute. Oh, yeah. And and I'll, I'll use the word that was so common uh, yesterday. It's a, just a little bit nefarious. Just a little bit. Too much for my taste.
1: Nefarious. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a lot. Just a lot. No, that, that word's here forever, isn't it? Nefarious. Thank you, GP. That yeah, he has no wonderful. idea what he's done. <laughs> he has no idea what he's done. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I, that mutt, and I'm not going to even say his name from now on, right? is 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 ridiculous he, he, he sits there and he'll say intelligence upgrade this whatever how much does it take how many medicinal su- medicinal supports how much chemicals do you have to shove in your body and you just get an organ replacement let alone your bio upgrades or whatever so you're gonna have these um What's a word for it? It's like when something foreign, this foreign organisms come into your body. Yeah, okay. I can understand if somebody needs a prosthetic replacement. Somebody's lost their legs. If somebody's lost their arms and there's somewhere where they're, and they want to find the stability again. And I have not got a problem with that. Enhancing their life to bring it back to some form of norm or even making it better. Yes, that has happened to you. Uh, you've still got to let these th- it's going to happen one way or another but you've got to let them run parallel you have to let these run parallel you can have your cyberpunk world and you can have your natural selection world yeah But oh, personally i think i'd go for natural selection unless i lost my legs then i'd probably pop down the chop shop and say can i have a pair of nines please you know just replace these you no know, so i don't have to buy any more shoes so no wear and tear I, th- I think the th- what you'd have to go through is just amazing to actually... The upkeep, it'd be, that would be permanent um, medical care for the rest of your life. I mean, would you reject it? How would you stop rejection? It's a very complicated thing. And how he can say, this is just going to happen, it might start in the 21st, 22nd century. And that is why they've got people to be in a state of fluidity and not have any di- identification, you know? But, yeah. It's not, it's, it's you've got to be able to run alongside each other. Yeah, there are people who are going to want it. There are people who are going to want to chip in. Don't get me wrong. Uh, The idea, I mean, we've all read science fiction books, but the idea of going into a virtual world and having an avatar and getting in there and stuff like that. No, thanks. Some of it seems so fantastical. Whether you'd want to or not is... I. Once again, the trials and that would have to go over a long period of time because it's bad enough when you get people sitting down for a game and they could sit there. If you allow it, they'd probably sit down for a game for six, eight hours, 10 hours. They'd be continually there. That That is going to affect your physiology as it is. If they jack in, what happens then? Do you end up being a cafeter at your own computer? Yeah,
3: yeah. It's literally the matrix.
1: That's <laughs> what it is. It, I mean, so you've got to have some sense of outside of that. You've got to run down the long plan. Nature's long plan is 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 an indefinite one. And if you think about it, it has to be indefinite because the universe is so vast, you get from one end to another or get to a point where you ain't coming back because you've got to keep going that way, or whatever how the um ideas of science go. But uh, amount of time if you went down natural selection is wow it's it's close to infinite and yeah i would rather take that slow long road and find the majesty of everything that goes with it i think you know yeah science you can work with science use science yeah but giving myself up for something and losing myself totally in another identity like that because you will not be yourself you will just not be yourself and that is what you can't have and um On the point of difference, I'm just going to have one last say, if that's all right. You go right ahead. Because governments and their use of weaponized words, and at the moment, people are falling for two words, and that's equity and equality. Now, equality means basically everybody has the right and chance to succeed. As long as you get off your own arse, we also give you the chance to do it, no matter who or what you are then that chance and choice is up to you. That's your equality by law. We'll try and help you along the way. But what they're saying is equity is the end outcome is the same for everybody. No, that is a failing. That is red wrong. No, everybody isn't entitled to, to everything at the end because we are all different. We cannot do that. Men can't always do what women can do. Women can't do what men do. And every identification, sorry, but if you identify as a cat or if you identify as a wolf or something else, and I wish you'd come across a pack. And you want to identify, go live with the wolves for a while and see what we have to say about it. Whatever you want to be. If you're transgender, if you're this equity that the governments are pushing, like, oh, the outcome's the same for everybody. No. They're lying their ass off to you because that isn't the way it works. You have equality of life and that is enough for everybody. Equality means you have a chance to achieve that. If you can't do it yourself and you're too busy squawking and bitching at everybody else, you think you have the right to have the same as them. You won't achieve it anyway. So take the equality that's allowed to everybody, which is cool, everybody and anybody, Don't think about equity because the equity, it won't be there. It will never be the same at the end for everybody. But the equality allows us to try and achieve. And that means you will then look upon yourself and maybe look within and see, well, what can I achieve? And it will be different to everybody else. And everybody else will be different to you because we are. And that means don't bitch. There's too much bitching going on the government forcing this equity side of things, all they're doing is causing discrimination because it is, because people look at others and say, well, I'm entitled to this. The government said so. No, oh, they are just causing discrimination. They're causing sexism. They're causing racism. They're causing all the isms you can think of. And that is your trustees and your stewards of your country. They are just causing it all under whatever bollocks they want to come out with as if they care. And that is the simple two words, equity and equality. They've just totally rubbed them together at the wrong way. So take your equality, give it your best shot. Nobody will think worse off for you. I'll shut up now.
3: You didn't tell us where to stick the equity. You told us what to do with the equality and tell us where to stick the equity.
1: How dare the you? Equity's not going to happen. No. It's just not going to happen. No. It's in one of those Morbius loops that just goes nowhere.
3: Yeah. It's that circular logic that just does absolutely nothing. All right. uh, We're going to have to go. Uh, We're over on time, but that's okay. It doesn't really matter. Um, We always give you the extra time uh, throughout the week because we only get you one day a week. So we'll see you back next week. Yes. Oh, I'll always be about bored of people to death. Fantastic. Look forward to being bored to death next week and everything you've got in your notebook that you didn't get to this week. A pleasure. For those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. Do you know someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own? We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. It's been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you both for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.